Debbie Schlussel. Debbie, happy holidays. How are you? Thank you. Hanukkah coming up. Happy Hanukkah for next week. Doing yeah, great. Yeah, it is uh, coming up December the 8th, and I was looking at my December schedule, which is packed. I mean, way too much going on, but one of the nights that I really love is my owner and boss here, Debbie John Katsimatidis, who's Greek but is a dear, dear friend of the Jewish people, loves the Jewish people. Every year he bestows, him and Rabbi Butman, this amazing honor on me, which is I get to light the largest menorah in the world right outside the Plaza Hotel on Fifth Avenue. I think I light it night five this year, December the 13th. So how about that for a Hanukkah honor? How big one, right? That is awesome, and I think that's Chabad, right? They always yes. have the menorah. Yes, that is exactly right. So you are uh, clearly, Debbie, for folks that may not know you, uh, very, very Jewish. Uh, I hear Yiddish kite. <laughs> yes? Well, I I am a religious Jew, yes. I am observant. I'm, I would consider myself modern Orthodox, and yes. Well, then how are you on the Howard Stern Show talking about cunnilingus <laughs> and orgasms? Well, I never talked about any of that. So I did not make my bones on there. I actually had been on a lot of shows before I was on Howard Stern. I was on, you know, I had been on Fox News, CNN, um, and a lot of others. But it definitely raised my profile because all of those people that program for all of those channels that I mentioned, they all listen to that show. Um, I actually called, I, I was an agent for an Olympic athlete. And I got him on the Howard Stern Show. That's what he wanted more than all the endorsements I got him, more than anything. And I saved the number. And on 9-11, I called in. And that's how I got my start on that show. But I actually stopped going on that show. I never answered any of those questions that Howard asked. And he actually was very respectful of me at the beginning. But then it got to be bad and I stopped appearing on that show. So is, is that because is that because you're a religious person, or you just didn't like the line of questioning? I didn't like the way it turned into things that had nothing to do with being religious. Although my dad kept telling me don't go on there. <laughs> um, but also at that time, Howard was a libertarian, and he actually shared a lot of our points of view. But he became this crazy radical liberal, um, and you know he. Still says some of the right things, for example, on Israel, but it doesn't matter because he's shilling for the people that are not supporters of Israel, who are and who are against Israel, who which is Democrats and the far left. And I, you know, I actually have been gratified that some of the Democrats have actually returned to the tradition where there were pro-Israel Democrats as of late, at least in voting in Congress when it came to Rashida Tlaib and so on. But as we've seen, the vast majority are still very anti-Israel and very far left on on that issue and just wrong on so many others. You know, I've seen Howard, and um, I know him a little, more than a little. Uh, I was on his show a bunch of times, and certainly we're aware of each other. But I've seen him on MSNBC, which I believe is – the worst station, uh, not just because they're liberal, they're just liars. I've seen them on that uh, station quite a bit. Joe and Mika tend to celebrate their anniversaries with Howard. And uh, yesterday, Joe Scarborough went on this rant, if you will, that um, what people are not talking about is the amazing job that Joe Biden is doing behind the scenes. Now, Debbie, let me tell you quickly 
I actually blame Joe Biden for these attacks. I think he's complicit. When you're in bed with Iran, loosening restrictions, giving them billions and billions of dollars, making sure they can enrich themselves to actually give money to Hezbollah and Hamas, you're part of the problem, not the solution. I don't care what he said the last eight weeks. The truth is he actually funded this war. But Joe Scarborough said yesterday that not enough folks are talking about the great job that Joe Biden is doing. Clearly, I disagree. How do you feel about that? I agree with you. And it's not just Joe Biden. It's Obama sending those pellets of cash. Um, You know, one of my friends is Kevin Hermaning, who was the youngest hostage in Iran from 1979 to 1981. He was a Marine guard who, on his day off, went into the embassy to prepare for his guarding the embassy the next day. And he was, even though, you know, he benefited from the deal because Iran paid them all millions, he was against that deal where Iran got, you know, pallets of American cash. And Joe Biden continued in the tradition. And he absolutely helped fund these attacks, and he helped Iran with the the Houthis, who also attacked Israel, and with um, Hezbollah, who also attacked Israel, and so on. They're all funded by Iran. They're all coordinated by Iran. And he absolutely has blood on his hands for that, for sure. And I tweeted that, you know, on uh, uh, on October 8th, after the Jewish holiday was over, because we were at synagogue, and we were all told by the rabbi about what happened. You know, we were off the grid. And we learned what happened. Um, And the fact is that he does he it should take responsibility. Also, Joe Biden is doing great work um, uh, in public. But behind the scenes, he actually was pressuring Israel to stop the um, its war to defeat Hamas. Still is. And he is the one pressuring Israel to continue the ceasefire. That's right. Ceasefires and pauses and. All coming from Biden. So I I assume, Debbie, that uh, you live in New York. I I was uh, talking about bestowed honors. Detroit. Uh, Where are you? I'm in Detroit. You're in Detroit. I didn't know that. So let me ask you this. Now that you brought that up, there was a story a couple of weeks ago about a, a lovely young Jewish lady who I guess owned or ran a temple just outside Detroit, and she walked out one day and was stabbed about 30 times. Now, what I've heard here is that it was not a, a religious attack and nothing to do with her being Jewish. It was a domestic attack. Did they ever come to the conclusion with that? So they they have a person of interest, and apparently it's somebody who knows her. But let me just tell you, she was the president of this synagogue that, that that's, she's very far, was very far left. I actually knew her. I met her years ago when she continued to pretend to, to represent me on the Jewish Community Relations Council and other Jews, and she constantly voted against condemning anti-Semitism. She was very far left. She was very tight with Rashida Tlaib. She had a group that was a whole bunch of extremist Muslims that support Hamas and other groups, and she uh, legitimized them. So she was not a good person. She was beatified as some proud Jew was a victim of anti-Semitism. She was not. This had nothing to do with being Jewish. It had. It just it was a coincidence, the timing. She had attended a wedding that night, and apparently it was one of her friends or somebody she went to the wedding with 
something like that. It has nothing to do with anti-Semitism. She herself, I consider to be anti-Semitic. And like I said, she was part of this Politburo, this Jewish Community Relations Council, was not elected by me or any other Jews. And they consistently voted against condemning anti-Semitism. They consistently partnered with the Jew-hating, anti-Semitic, pro-Hamas forces in the Detroit area. So that needs to get out there. Well, it just did. Great job by you, Debbie Schlussel, kicking ass on this Tuesday morning here in the final minute or two. Her name was Samantha Wall, by the way. That's right, Samantha Wall. So um, I know that you did, on the Stern Show, you did um, movie critiques. And the the one time you were on with me was right about the time that uh, the the mob drama I'm in, five of the nine episodes on Amazon Prime, Gravesend, and the movie I made, uh, I was in it, I should say, which was the two-story about the Gemini Lounge in Brooklyn titled Inside Man with Danny A. Both came out. Now, I- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess you haven't seen either one of them. That's fine. I would hope you would at some point. But if you have, great. If not, give me some movies uh, for the holiday season that folks should be looking to go out and see. I was trying to get screeners for those before they came out. And you know what? I will watch them. I'm not on Amazon Prime, but I will get on so I can see those for the next time I'm on. I I would tell you this. There are a few good movies. One of them is called The Holdovers. This is like Dead Poets Society. It stars Paul Giamatti. It takes place in 1970. And it's a, a really classic movie that's not very political or you know at all i don't like that in movies where it's gratuitously uh inserted it's got the style of the 70s i very much enjoyed it the holdover it's one of the best movies of the year i liked the killer which is kind of a, a a biopic of how to be a killer you know it's what the life of an assassin starring michael fassbender and it's on netflix i enjoyed that um, it didn't get a lot of hyper publicity. They didn't even have screeners for it, um, but it was good. Um, and there's a really weird movie coming out this week with Nicolas Cage called Dream Scenario. It's kind of like a Twilight Zone um, that goes very far where this nerdy guy, Nicolas Cage, um, suddenly learns that he's in the dreams of millions of strangers. <laughs> and it's very weird. It's very interesting. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.